What is wisdom? Say this with me. Say wisdom is the ability to accurately apply knowledge. Wisdom, come on, wisdom is the ability to accurately apply knowledge. So wisdom is not the ability to apply knowledge. Uh-uh. Wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge accurately. So if you want to summarize it, wisdom is the ability to know what to do next. To know the right thing to do next. That's wisdom. That does not come from men. That only comes from God. Say this. Say wisdom does not come from men. Wisdom does not come from education. Wisdom comes from God. You guys, you feel like you don't want to talk to me. I don't know. Let's go to Proverbs 4 verse 5. Proverbs 4 verse 5. Someone says, Pastor Tina, we are not mourning people. Lynn, I'm not also a evening people. I'm a born again person. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4 verse 5 to 7. Are you there? Proverbs 4 verse 5 to 7. The Bible says, get what? Get what? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Say this. Say wisdom is words from God's mouth. Get wisdom. Get what? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Continue. Continue. Verse 6. Do not forsake her. Who? Do not forsake who? The Bible calls wisdom a her or she. I knew I was going to get that reaction. Hallelujah. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. If you do not love wisdom, wisdom won't keep you. Hello. Continue. Verse 7. Wisdom is the what? I can't hear you. You guys are not talking today. Wisdom is the what? Please talk to me. I need you to talk. I need you to... That's where the problem of faith is. You don't talk. And we get in there. The problem with faith is a lack of talking. Lack of speaking. There's three chairs, empty three chairs here. Mamiki in the front here. Mamiki, bring all those visitors in the front. I want my visitors in the front. There's, there's two, another two more chairs here. Even my chair is available. Who said no one can sit on the pastor's chair? Who's the pastor? Sit on his chair, man. Sit on every chair in this house. Ah, this one is for the pastor. This one is for people. Amen? Say wisdom. Is the principal thing. Then he says, therefore, get wisdom. But in all your getting, get what? So, understanding is knowledge. No, not quite, actually. You can have information and not understand it. So, knowledge is information 
but you may have information, but you don't understand it. Wisdom is understanding. <laughs> Many times we think we know. We think we get it. We think we understand. We even develop an attitude when we are taught it because we think we already have it. Amen? Say so wisdom is a principal thing. James 1 verse 5. James 1 verse 5. James 1 5, please. Let's read it together. Are you ready? Read. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Did he say go to school for wisdom? Did he say get a degree for wisdom? I'm not against education. I'm not against studying. I'm not against getting qualifications. Please go study young people. But if you want wisdom, the Bible says, where do we get wisdom from? We, if any of you lacks wisdom, when you lack wisdom, what are you lacking? You're lacking the ability to know what to do next. You're lacking the ability to accurately apply knowledge. When you lack wisdom, you do not know how to apply the knowledge that you have correctly. For instance, I have knowledge and I know that it's good to respect my elders. But that does not necessarily mean I do it. I may lack the wisdom of how to respect my elders. Hello? I know that the Bible says I must walk in forgiveness. I must never hold a grudge. But I may lack wisdom on how to apply that. I know it. I can preach it. But I may not be doing it because I lack what? Wisdom. I know that the Bible says without sowing seeds, there will be no harvest. I know I can quote all scriptures about it, but... I may not be doing it because I lack wisdom. So he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all. God can give everybody wisdom if they want, ask of it. And it will be given to them. All right? Go to verse 6. But here's the condition. But Lord, I've asked for wisdom. You never give it to me. Here's the problem. But let him ask how? Let him ask how? In faith with no doubting. Why? For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So such a person, the next verse. For let not that man, which man? The man who asks in doubting. The man who is like a wind tossed around. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He will not just not receive wisdom, but they will receive nothing. Let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why, Lord? Why? Because, next verse, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. God hates double-mindedness. 
he says you are either hot or cold. But if you are double-minded, he said, I will spit you out. You also don't like double-mindedness. How many of you guys enjoy a, a lukewarm coffee? If coffee it has to be enjoyable, it must be hot. How many of you guys love to drink Coke that is, you know, you don't know whether it's hot or it's cold. You, you don't enjoy it, right? It's, 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 the Bible says, it's either you are cold or hot. But if you are in between, if you are double-minded, if you are lukewarm, he says, I will spit you out. He said, I have set before you blessings and curses. Choose what you want. Don't be undecided. Choose. And then he says, choose life. It's either you're on the right, or it's either you're a believer or you're not a believer. It's either you're a Christian or you're not a Christian. There is no in-between. In-between will not give you anything from the Lord. You are double-minded. You are unstable in all your ways. It's either you are married or you're not. Stop being married and acting like you're single. <laughs> Hello. Okay, then I, I sense someone going like, don't go into marriage. Don't go into marriage. It's either you're in it or you're not in it at all. If he is not Lord of all, he is not Lord at all. Amen? He cannot be Lord when you feel like it, and he's not Lord when you don't feel like it. His Lordship has nothing to do with how you feel. His Lordship has nothing to do with what you're going through. His Lordship has nothing to do with what you think. He is Lord, when you, whether you feel like it or not. He's Lord, whether it's good or bad. He's Lord. 1 Corinthians 18. 1 Corinthians 1.18. This time flies, eh? I'm building a foundation of where we are going. 1 Corinthians 1.18. Are you there? For the message of the cross is what? Foolishness to those who are? The word perish means being destroyed. So those that are being destroyed, the message of the cross is foolishness. So in other words, to those who are perishing, what I'm preaching, what I'm saying is foolishness. It's foolishness, all right? But to us, who are, which, who are us? Who, us who are saved, it is the power of God. Continue. Next verse. It's foolishness to those who are perishing, but it's power to us. For it is written, it, it is written not risen, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Continue. Where 
is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? So the wise is those that consider themselves as wise according to the world's standards. Those that consider to be wise according to the world's way of doing things. They are not wise according to God's way of doing things. They are not wise according to the word of God. They are wise according to this world's way of doing things. And God says those that are wise according to this world of doing things, he says God has made their wisdom foolishness. He says, has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? What the world considers wisdom, what the world considers wise, the Bible says God has made it foolishness. Continue. For since in the wisdom of God, which is what we've been talking about, the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. So the world in their wisdom... They fail to know God or to acknowledge God in their wisdom. And even today, the world is still failing to know God or acknowledge God. Yet they are wise. For had they known God in their witness, they would not, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They will not have. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. It, it pleased God through the foolishness in the eyes of the world to save those that believe the foolishness. And even today, the world thinks we are foolish. The world thinks when they listen to us praying in the spirit... And they say, it's foolish. I used to laugh at my mom praying in tongues because I asked her, mom, do you understand what you're saying? She said, no. I'm like, but what are you doing? She said, I'm praying. I'm like, who are you praying to? God. What are you saying to him? I don't know. I just laughed because it did not make, what? Because we are sense people, we, 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 we are deep in our sense. We, 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 we move with what makes sense. We don't need sense. We need faith. Say this. Say, I don't need it to make sense. It must make faith. What verse is this? Go to the next one. All right. Leave it there. Go to verse 25. Verse 25 of the same twin. It says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than man. And the weakness of God is stronger than man. Hmm? What man considers weak, God says is, let the weak say I am. Let the blind say I can. Let the poor say I am. That's foolishness to the world. That don't make sense. Why do you say what we can't see? Because just like Thomas who said, Mena, I will not believe 
They said, he's risen. They said, I won't believe. He said, the morning now. Yes, we saw. They said, I will not believe I see where the nail went in. I will not believe until I see where he was pierced. I want to see evidence. I want proof. See, now our proof is faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Thomas said, I want evidence. And Jesus showed him the evidence. He said, look, 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 look at the evidence. Look at everything. And then he repented to him and said, forgive my unbelief. And Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you see. But blessed are those that believe without seeing. Someone asked me, do you believe you're going to heaven? Yes, yes, yes. Have you seen heaven? No. Have you been there? No. Do you know anyone that has been there? No. Do you know what it looks like? Uh, the Bible cannot give an idea of how heaven looks like. Do you know who wrote the Bible? Uh, yes. Were you there when they wrote it? No. What do they want? Evidence. I don't need evidence. I don't want evidence. I just want to know what he said. And what he said is what I believe. And if I'm struggling to believe, I will work on my unbelief until my unbelief gets to a level of belief. There are so many things that you are doing, yet you do not have proof or evidence of. And some, you don't even have understanding of it. How many of you guys know exactly how this phone operates? I mean, you can, you can pull it apart inside. And you can figure out inside what makes what happen, what makes WhatsApp happen, what makes Facebook happen, what makes uh, SMSs happen, what makes videos to operate. You understand how this phone operates. You've got full understanding. You don't, most of you, if not all, just like me. I don't. But I'm benefiting from it. All I know is that if, I, if there's airtime, it has to work. And if there's no airtime, if there's airtime and it does not work, I have a problem. Because this thing is not functioning according to how it's supposed to function. Because if I put airtime, it must work. We drive cars. Most women drive cars, but they've got no clue what's going on inside the engine. No clue. Yet they are benefiting from it. When we come to the, world, the things of God, we want to be smart. No, I won't believe until I understand. There's so many things, my friend, that you are doing and you're benefiting from, yet you do not understand them. Stop allowing the devil to deceive you when it comes to the word and make you think that you deserve to understand, you deserve to know. Just believe. Say this, say, God is not interested so much in my understanding. God is interested in my obedience. I obey whether I understand or not. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care whether it does not make sense. It may hurt, it may feel somehow, but I will obey. Why? Because he said so. It's like children in the house. Mommy, where must I eat vegetables? They don't understand because next door they eat chocolates. And they will cry. But you will force those vegetables and they will eat them. Why must I clean? The other day, I woke up my daughter in the middle of the night because she did not 
do the dishes. So for whatever reason, I went to the kitchen and I don't know what I was doing there and I saw dishes like that. Like, hell no. Hell no. She knows the rules. So I woke her up. I said, Tete, why did you not wash the dishes? <laughs> I felt so bad because shame. She was deep in her sleep. Maybe she was dreaming. God was talking to her in her dreams. And then I woke her up and I said, go wash the dishes. Did I enjoy doing that? No. I did not enjoy doing that. But she needed that. She went and washed the dishes. Well, there are other times I let her get away with it, even though I don't like making her get, get away with it. But for that reason, for that time, I felt like, ah, this is getting too much. Go. So if she loves her sleep and she does not want to be interrupted in her sleep, she must make sure that dishes are washed before she sleeps. But daddy, I did not make them dirty. I did not say wash them because you made them dirty. Whenever there's dishes in the zinc, you are on duty. What if I was not there? It does not matter. What if it was your visitors who washed their dishes? Imagine if you only bought groceries only when you were hungry. Hmm? Or we don't buy it if we are not. Or imagine if we only bought groceries only when we are hungry. <laughs> are you getting my point? Yo, guys, I'm far from where I want to go. Okay, let's get into the, t the topic. So what is the problem? The problem is the application of faith. Say, my problem is the application of faith. And, and the consistency of it, actually. The consistency of it. Because sometimes we know how to apply faith, but we don't do it long enough. Give me Romans 1.17. We don't do it long enough. We're doing it to just to try it out. Romans 1.17. Let me show you something. I'm going to go a bit quicker. I'm, I'm, I'm about to run out of time. I want the last line of the scripture. Let's read this together. Ready? Read. The just shall live how? The just shall live by? The just shall live how? The just shall live by faith. Say this. Say the word of God says I must live by faith. Now what does living by faith mean? So the Bible says they just must live by faith. I want to show you how we live. We don't really live by faith. We live by our thoughts. We live by our emotions. We live by the information we get from this world. We live by what TikTok and Facebook and Instagram says. We live by what we see. We live by how we feel. Those are things that we live by. But God says, do not live by those things because you are the just. Who are the just? The just are those that have been declared righteous. What is righteousness? Righteousness be, means being on the right standing with God. Having equality with Jesus. You want to tell me that you got equality? Yes, you have equality with Jesus. You don't walk in it because you don't believe it. Hello? The righteous shall live by faith. God, the, but we live by our money. We live by our bank account. 
That's how we live by. We limit our lifestyles based on what the money in our bank account say. God says your life should be by faith. Don't limit yourself to your salary. Don't limit yourself to your thoughts. Don't limit yourself to your emotions. Don't limit yourself to what social media says. We should live by faith. Because we are the just. So, that is what the problem is. The word is only in our heads, but not in our hearts. The problem is that the word of God is only in our heads, but it is not in our hearts. How do you know, Pastor Abby? Because we are not truly living it. We are not truly living it. We quote it, we preach it, we teach it, we can reason with it, we encourage each other with it, but we don't really believe it. That's what the problem is. More evidence. The word of God encourages you to walk in forgiveness, yet you walk in hatred, you hate people. The word of God says don't take offense. Yes, you walk in grudges. The word of God does not encourage us to be unkind, yet we are unkind to people for reasons that we don't even know. I just don't like them. I don't know. Is it Gazlam Alhamban and I? Who are you? You don't even know the person, but already you dislike them. That's not godlike. That's not godliness. The word of God encourages us to be givers, yet we refuse to give. The word of God encourages us to pray, yet we do not pray. Look at Friday night. Most of you guys were not here. Because whenever there's a prayer session, the church, not just here, ask any pastor. The least attended session in their churches is prayer meetings. Prayer meetings. They are the least attended. Because we, are, we attend the things of God based on our condition. When you think every time I stand here, I'm on top of my game, I'm feeling well, I'm great, and I'm excited. I'm not, there are times I preach to you, and I'm going through stuff, and you don't even know it. Because I'm not going to choose when I obey God. I will obey God regardless of what I go through. Some of you guys, when it's month end, you don't come to church. Because you don't want the Spirit of God to, to move you to give. You come to church when there's no more money. Please don't hate me because I'm telling you the truth. Some of you guys, when you come to church, you even leave your money in the car. Because, eh, I know that man, if he preaches, it's not him, it's the, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. I'll be moved to even use. You see, here's the problem. When God speaks to, speaks to us about giving, he's got harvest in, in his mind. When God speaks to us about giving, he's got what? Harvest in his mind. 
So when God says give, it's because he sees gain. But when we give, we see loss. You see, in the kingdom of God, the way up is the way down. In order to go up, you must go down. Humility produces promotion. In the kingdom of this world, they will step on top of you to get higher. In the kingdom of God, we go low to get higher. They ask Jesus, who is the greatest among us? The disciples ask Jesus. Jesus says, the one who is willing to serve. The one who is living to lower themselves down. That is the greatest. But people don't want to be lowered down. They want to be always up. I'd rather be up by God putting me up, not myself. Luke 18, verse 8. Luke 18, verse 8. I'm going to request for more time. There's something I need to do, but I need to get this word to you. I tell, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? And you may not really understand what that looks like. I'm going to explain what that looks like. When the Son of Man comes, that's talking about Jesus, right? When Jesus comes, will he really, will he really, you see, he could have said, will he find faith? No, 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 no. Will he really find faith? Because you may have faith, but do you really have faith? You may say, I'm living in faith, but do you really live in faith? Conversations by the sound desk. When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? James 1.17. James 1.17. Are you there? Thank you, Jesus. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights who, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own, he, he will brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruit of his creatures. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Am I reading the same place? I am, right? Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. But, verse 22, 
be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Say, if, if I only hear the word and I do not do the word, I am lying to myself. I am deceiving myself. And then it says, verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself in a mirror, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. So you look in the mirror and you go away, you forget what the mirror said, what the mirror told you. You, look, you forget how you look like in the mirror. That's what it means. Verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and does what? Talk to me. And does what? And continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer. Is not what? You are not talking to me. Is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be Blessed in what he does. He will be blessed in what he does. Now, what is the action of faith? Because the Bible says, if we are not doers of the word... The Bible says we must not only be hearers of the word, we must be what? Doers of the word. And the Bible also says that faith without works is dead. So what is the work of faith? When it says faith without works is dead, what is works? How do I work faith? What do I do when I put faith to work because the Bible says faith without works is dead. I need I don't only need to know what faith is, I need to know how to work the faith. So how do I work the faith? Because if I do not work the faith, my faith is dead. How do I work the faith? And when the Bible says, if the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith? He's not talking about the knowledge of faith. He's talking about the wisdom of faith, the ability to accurately apply faith. If the Son of Man really comes, will he find us working this faith? How do I work faith? How does working faith look like? What do I do when I work faith? Second Corinthians 4, 13. Let's find out how do we work faith. Let's find out. How do we work faith? Let's read this together. Are you ready? Read. And since we have the same spirit of faith. Stop. Say faith is the spirit. Say faith is the spirit. Okay. Let's read again. Ready? Read. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what it is written, stop. 
Faith comes from what is what? Written. Okay? But what, it is, what is written does not work faith. It only brings faith. What is written brings faith. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by? And hearing what? Let's start again. Ready? Read. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed... And therefore I spoke. He did not say I believe and therefore I speak. He says I believed and therefore I spoke. Let's continue. We also believe and therefore speak. We also what? And therefore we? So when faith is believed... Faith will be spoken. When faith is not believed but just known, faith won't be spoken. In other words, say this with me. Say the action of faith. Come on. The action of faith is words coming out from my mouth. Uh, it does not make sense. That's fine. Let it make faith. The action of faith. I want to lead you mainly because you, I can hear it in how you say it. Come on. The action of faith is words from my mouth. I want more evidence. I want proof. Can I please on this one, can I just be Thomas? Okay, I'll allow you to be Thomas. Before I get to give Thomas what Thomas needs, let me do this. The action of faith is speaking with your mouth what you believe in your heart. If you do not speak with your mouth what you say you believe in your heart, you are not in faith. If you will not say it, you will not see it. Faith unspoken is not faith at all. Let's go to Romans 10. Let me give Thomas what Thomas needs. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm trying to make a joke. But you guys are not laughing. So I... Hello, Thomas. Say hey. Hello, Thomas. Let me show Paul. Little Paul. I also include myself in this because that time, I also struggle with faith sometimes. It's not like I'm already there. Ah, sometimes like a lot... I hear what your word says, but in my experience, faith don't care about your experience. Ah, Lord, I hear what your Bible says, but in the world we live in, faith don't care what world you live in. <laughs> Look at Romans 10. Romans 10, verse number from 8 to 10. But what does it say? I want us to read it together. Let's go. But what does it say? The word is near you. Where? In your mouth. And where? 
again. But what does it say? Huh? The word is near you. Where is the word? Where else? If it's not in your mouth, it means it's not in your heart. If it's not in your heart, it will never be in your mouth. And which word is this? Come on. That is what? That is what? Where is it in the Bible? Where is it in the Bible? Where is it? And where? The word of God in the pages of the Bible will not work for you. The word of God in the pages of the Bible, allow me to say, is not powerful. I know I'm crushing with your theology now. I, I know you are calculating in your head what I just said. Let me actually make it worse. The word of God in the pages of the Bible is useless. It is nothing. It's like a paper. However, however, the word of God taken from the pages of the Bible put in my heart. <laughs> Taken from the pages of the Bible, deposited in my heart, spoken out of my mouth. That's power right there. That is power right there. If this book was powerful, the devil will not come to your houses because you've got the book in your house. But he comes because he's not scared of the book. He's scared of what's written in the book entering your heart. That's why he will stop you from opening the book. Yesterday, yesterday, I watched soccer from Saturday until Sunday. Bafana Bafana played from 10 p.m. The game finished after 1. It started on Saturday. It ended on Sunday. Huh? Watching the game because they played for 90 minutes and there was no winner. And then they went to extra time and there was no winner. And they went to penalties and then we won. But I stayed since Saturday watching soccer. Some of you guys were sleeping. Saturday watching soccer. And Mamela, before the Bafana game, asked my wife, I was feeling sleepy. In fact, I forced her to watch it with me so that at least she can keep me awake. But she fell asleep. This wife of mine. She fell asleep. That half time, I, she left. And as she was leaving, she prophesied. She said, they will go to extra time. They will go to penalties. And she went to sleep. Ha, it happened. I'm, like, I'm married to a prophet. I'm married to a prophet. They finished the game around after one. I was watching it. I never fell asleep. The devil did not tempt me with sleep. The devil did not make me feel tired. I was wide awake. But whenever I open the Bible, born, I don't need 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I open the Bible. <laughs> What happens? I just demonstrated. Whenever you open the Bible, what happens? 
No one called me at that time. Whenever I opened the Bible, why? Because whenever you open the Bible or whenever you think of making some time to pray, you get under attack. He will attack you with sleep. He will attack you with uh, uh, people following you, messages coming. He will attack you. He will, he will attack you. Just so that you don't open the Bible. Because when the Bible is closed, the Bible is useless. I can put that on Facebook and let them, watch them criticize me. When the Bible is closed, the Bible is useless. It's got no power when it's closed. Are you hearing me? Let's continue. Let's read again. Ready? Read. But what does it say? The word is where? Where? In your mouth. And where? In your heart. Which word? That is what? The word of faith which we preach. Continue. Mamel. Mamel, then what it says. Please now. Verse 9. For there is not... No, this is, this is the wrong scripture now. 12. I want 9. Romans. We are at Romans 10. Okay. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe where in the Bible? Believe where? That God is raised from the dead, that God has risen from the dead, what will happen? Okay, okay. Let's not read this one. Okay? Let's leave this one. Let's, let's read. Now we're going to skip this one, okay? From here, we're going to get to here. Let's read. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, you will be saved. So when whatever you believe in your heart and you speak it with your mouth, it will lead you to salvation. Salvation in your death, salvation in your health, salvation in your soul, salvation in your marriage, salvation in your children going astray, salvation in yourself, salvation in every area of your life will come as a result of you believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth. Come on, give God the praise. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me show you the power. Let me show you the power of this thing. When you gave your life to Jesus for the first time, you are in the world. You are a sinner. You hear the preaching of the word. Your heart believes it. Then you confess Jesus. Then you are translated into the kingdom of light. Just like that. And it, that's what happened. Amen, family? Are we together? This is too long now. This is too long. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit cannot move on words that have not been spoken. If you let go of your faith, God moves out of the way. If you, if you stop speaking, God stops working. If you stop speaking, faith stops working. Woo! 
Mark 11. Mark 11. Mark 11. Please don't rush me. Let me help you. Allow me to help you. To help us. Mark 11 verse 23. Let's start it from verse 22. Mark 11 verse 22. We're going to do 22 and 23. So Jesus answered and said to them, do what? And then he goes and explains how having faith in God looks like. <laughs> Jesus says, have how? Have what? And then he goes to explain, Pastor Keji, he goes to explain what having faith in God looks like. Look at verse 23. This, he's explaining how having faith in God looks like. Jobeka, please look at this. For assuredly I say to you, whosoever, how many whoever's do we have in the house? How many whoever's do we have in the house? Does whoever mean believers? Does whoever mean sinners? Whoever means believers and sinners? God. Yes. As whoever, he, he just said, have faith in God. Now he's explaining how having faith in God looks like. This is how having faith in God looks like. Whoever says faith in God looks like words spoken. Faith in God looks like words said, not read. Faith in God looks like words released out of our mouth. Wisdom is to accurately apply the word or knowledge. We have the knowledge of faith. To apply it accurately, the knowledge of faith is to say it. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. But it's not just about saying it. And does not what? Where? Does not doubt where? You are permitted to doubt in your head, but you are not permitted to doubt in your heart. Faith don't mind you having doubt in your head, but faith has a problem with you having doubt in your heart because your heart is your spirit. The mind is the battlefield. That is where war takes place. Thoughts of the devil, thoughts of people, thoughts of emotions, thoughts of things not going well, thoughts of yourself, thoughts of your friends. War takes place in the head. Faith takes place in the heart. War takes place in the battlefield. Faith takes place in the heart. Whatever is going on in your head, whatever war takes place in your head, don't let it get into your heart. Don't let it get into your heart because once it moves from your head to your heart, it is now faith. So faith is not only in the positive, there is faith in the negative. There is faith in the negative. You can believe the negative. You can believe that you will never be successful. That's your faith. You can believe that your sickness is going to kill you. That is your faith. You can believe that you will remain broke all your life. That is your faith. You can believe that when I in your bloodline in Jagaeko Shatayo, that is your faith. And you say it and you say it and you leave it. 
whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. But what does he do with his heart? Say he believes. But believes that those things he what? He believes that those things he what? He will have whatever he? No, no, whatever he read. No, whatever he believed. You will, you will not have what you believe. You will have what you say. You will not have what you believe. You will only have what you Barring, barring, barring out there. Barring, and he did what? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Boston. Nyakolis. Oh, shit now. Shit now. Fifi, where are you? Shit now. Where is she even? You will not have what you believe. You will have what you? Tando, please put that, put that on, 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 on the thing that makes the things happen. Oh, Jesus. Wow, man. Pastor KG, did you hear that? Pastor Nkiwan, you are a millionaire. Me too. Say, I will never die. But I will declare the works of the Lord. Say, I'm not a failure. I'm an overcomer. Say, I can do all things. Who gives me strength? Say, I've got the mind of Christ. Say, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Say, I have the health of Christ. I walk in God's wisdom. I walk in God's strength. Whatever I say, I see it. I lay hands on the sick, and the sick do recover. I come on, I cast out all demons. With the word, I'm more than a conqueror. I have overcome them because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have overcome them. The challenges, the hatred, the gossips, the brokenness. I have overcome them. I have overcome them. I'm more than a conqueror. Come on, say, I am rich. Resisting poverty. Come on, I am healthy. Resisting sickness and disease. Say, no devil in hell that will overcome me. I am an overcomer. I'm a success. I'm a success. My name is success. My blood is success. My being is success. Because Jesus is success. And Jesus is me and me is Jesus. Hey, 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 devil, you got to go. Get out of my life. Get out of my house. Get out of my finances. Get out of my marriage. You can wish it. You can dream it. You can imagine it. You can hope it. It will not happen until you... Because until it's said, it is not faith is dead.
the problem with the church, we don't speak. We believe and we are okay with believing. God is not okay with us believing. God wants us to. Faith speaks in line with the word. Faith refuses to speak in line with the world. Faith speaks and faith sees. If you see it, if you say it, you have it. Faith don't make sense and sense don't make faith. The more faith I develop, the faster the manifestation. The more faith I speak, the faster the manifestation. Faith is a loyal servant. Put your servant at work. Put your servant at work. How? Now, we said we believe that 2024 is the year of increase and growth. Don't come to me at the end of 2024 and you say, Pastor, I did not see increase and growth, yet you never said anything. Speak when you believe it. Speak when you're doubting it. Speak when it looks like it's going to happen. Speak when it does not look like it's going to happen. Speak when things are going well. Speak when things are not going well. Speak when you are well. Speak when you are overcoming sickness. Speak when you are on top. Speak when you are down. Speak when you are encouraged. Speak when you are discouraged. Speak when they agree with you. Speak when they don't agree with you. Speak when there is an amen. Speak when there is no amen. Speak when the devil is present. Speak when there is no devil. Speak when there is church. Speak when there is no church. Speak when they like you at work. Speak when they don't like you at work. Speak when you are rejected. Speak when you are accepted. Speak when you are promoted. Speak when you are on high. Speak when you are on the low. Speak all the time. Refuse to believe what you see because faith calls those things which be not as if they were. That is faith, family. 